Welcome to Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and a special guest today on Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Phil Better, and I am the podcast mogul. I'm excited for you to be here because I our guest is amazing. They are a 29-year-old Australian who has founded multiple health and Airbnb businesses. In the last year alone, in the last three years alone, he has increased his property portfolio by 37 properties. Here how he here he's here to share how curiosity is needed in the entrepreneurial race. Please welcome our guest, Sanjay Paresha. Sanjay, thank you so much for, for being here. Phil, thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be on the podcast and looking forward to sharing with you. Uh, Sanjay, I gave you a small little introduction, um, something that we went over before we started recording. I would love for you just to give us a more wide-ranging introduction to who you are and what you do right now. For sure. Well, thank you, Phil. Um, it's it's felt like a, a fast but also a long journey so far. I started off as a, a professional cricketer. Um, as I was growing up, I played sport at a very high level. Um, and then, you know, I had to make a decision at a key moment. I kept getting injuries, um, you know, to really focus on my studies. And, and that's what I did. I um, graduated as a, as a master in podiatric medicine, which is podiatry, lower limbs and feet. Um, as well as, you know, I went on my own journey uh, through business as soon as I graduated. And, mate, it's led us to a, a pretty uh, expansive position. Um, you know, curiosity has always sort of been on my mind since I first started, even in the sporting uh, arena. And that's then led me to, you know, starting up multiple businesses today, um, looking at property, investing in a property. And, you know, whilst I'm still in my 20s, um, having that 80-year-old mindset to say, what would I do different <laughs> when I was 20? Oh, I love that mindset of uh, being thinking you're 80 and what would I do different in my younger years? That's a great mindset to have. Um, and I, I love how uh, such a young entrepreneur like yourself has shared that with us when I have season ones, entrepreneurs not even sharing that piece of golden nugget. Um, I'm going to definitely clip that and <laughs> share it with, uh, with the audience. Um so you were a professional cricketer, um, or at least a very high-level cricketer, which already is, a, a one, a confusing sport to non-European individuals and uh, Australian people. Uh, but because of injuries, which is prevalent in most sports, you decide to focus on medicine and decide to go into a hard field as it is. So a hard sport, hard field. You do like challenges, apparently, and why not uh makes the person better why did you decide to start a business right after finishing uh getting your degree in that and not just go the normal road of working in a hospital or for someone else so it's a great question to be honest um and a lot of people don't even actually ask me that and the harsh reality was i couldn't get an interview you know i was out oh. there yeah, applying. I applied for every job I saw online and talked to people. And I saw all my friends, they were getting, um, you know, jobs even prior to finishing university. So imagine how I felt. I went all the way through the end, probably got 55% to 52% in every exam, just passed, and then came out and, yep, just couldn't get an interview, couldn't even get a sit down. And, you know, I went to my mother, who was a psychologist at the time, and she was located in some medical centers. And she said, look, I'm going to try and get you a start in a medical center, and then it's all up to you after that. 
you know, you've got to you've got to do it on your own, and um, you'll be fine. So I went into a medical center, um, and my 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 gift is connecting to people, you know, um, and listening to people. And that gift was a blessing. You know, I'll just listen to patients, connect with them, do something above and beyond for every single patient, developed an amazing following. These people kept coming back, um, you know, for all their treatment. And that just grew my business exponentially where I just needed more people because before I knew it, I was working seven days a week and going from making $300 a week working at a gym cleaning toilets to and even having a degree at that time. (laughs) I can only imagine. I finished I finished my my double degree and I was just used to be sitting there cleaning the toilets in the morning going hey, I'm a doctor right now and I'm I'm literally cleaning someone's toilet. Oh. Crazy. And then you know I started making you know $1000 that was my first goal a week then 2000 and then it continued from there. And then from there, you obviously decide, hey, I'm going to jump to open multiple locations or multiple businesses in this, hiring more more and more people. Where did the switch to real estate come in? Like, I, I know some doctors buy their own building and then build their own, have their own thing or rent a building. But like, where did the real estate come in for you? Well, I've, you know, my parents are um, avid uh, investors, so they've got maybe three or four. I'm not too sure actually how many properties they've got, but it's not exponential, right? It's just if you work hard, you do well for yourself and you buy a couple. So I was used to seeing that in our family, um, that real estate, if you had some spare money, you put it straight into real estate. And that's what I did. I think it was a year or maybe two years or a year and a half. It was quite a slow start with the business, obviously sweat equity, a lot of time equity as well. Uh, went into it and then, yeah, I bought my first, first property. Probably wasn't the most uh, ideal purchase um, compared to what I'd invest into now, but it, it got me off uh, on my way. And then before I knew it, I you know went harder in the business and then bought a second one. And that just fell down to where we are today, where your your multiple properties in the Airbnb and your multiple pro- uh, businesses. Um, what is something you're looking to accomplish? Like, do you have an? What's the next goal for Sanjay? Well, it's a good question as well. And I'm realizing that there's a lot of leverage and there's a lot of satisfaction that comes out of buying assets and real estate. Um, and that's the harsh reality, Phil. Um, when, I, when I sit down and I look at how many hours, blood, sweat and tears I put into a business, whether I'm doing the work or running teams or, or understanding people, that, which can be the hardest job ever, um, compared to really investing my time into real estate, understanding what I'm doing and putting that same effort into real estate, the results are far exponentially greater when you're working on an asset compared to, you know, things or ideas or people or mm. moments, you know, and it and it's quite transactional, you know. So if you're if you're looking to build an asset and, and work on the asset compared to inside the asset, you save a lot more time compared and that's the same inside a business as well. So you're just looking to work more on the business, grow that, grow the businesses for the next couple of years. Uh, that's the plan of action. Well, I think, Phil, uh, now looking back at it as well, you know, I've started maybe, you know, three or four, I think even five, five businesses. I've launched a software solution. Um, you know, we we launch a lot of side businesses as well, which includes meals. So I've got a lot of different operations going. And I think my strength is, is that creativity, mm-hmm. uh, the implementation to bring something up as a startup. You know, I've probably been involved with potentially 10 startups now. I've lost count. <laughs> And if I told you how many entities I was part of, you know, that would blow everyone's mind. So 
I think that's my strength is creating, um, finding opportunities for individuals and to be able to assist people that need services and then bringing that together. Um, and then obviously my main strength is property. So that's where I want to focus. If I can start in my 20s instead of the standard age when everyone starts in their 40s, you know, you can uh, exponentially imagine the the results in 20 years of property. It's, it's, oh, crazy. it's crazy. If it goes on the cur- current trend, yeah, it's going to go through the roof. Um, I, I, my audience probably would would want to know, like, how do you find the time to run all these multiple businesses, keep a social life? Because I'm pretty sure you, you look, as you were, uh, we talked a bit earlier, you did look in shape. So obviously find time to go work out, eat properly, do all these things like, and obviously tan because you're, you're looking great. Uh, anybody who's listening to here, you're, you're missing out for a feast of the eyes. I'm telling you now, uh, <laughs> jump you. over to the video. Um <laughs> But yeah, how do you find the time? Like running, as you say, you run multiple properties. How do you find the time? How do you do that time management? It's it's very hard, Phil, and it's a constant battle. I'm going to be completely transparent with you, and I'm the per- I'm a person that likes to be an operator, so I like to be in the weeds and know what's going on. And then I've had moments where I've completely pulled away, and I think challenging myself has been the way to do this. And what I did earlier this year was I completely moved away from where any of my businesses were located, and I literally manage everything from afar. So that means I'm forced to now get resources and put them on site. I'm forced to do it. Right. They've got no other option. And that's what happened with the Airbnb game as well. I was local to my first uh, my first Airbnb, which I launched. Um, and then I bought a property, which was like three hours away. Um, and that was my first one that I was going to give a go uh, managing remotely. And then now I've moved away from all of them as well. So I literally can manage everything remotely, which is great. I think now the next challenge is to continuously acquire resources for different areas of the business and help me directly because I'm still doing the 15, 16 hours a day. I'm always just switched on and it's sometimes could be hard to be around me because I'm so focused. <laughs> I can only imagine, uh, but also it probably would be great when you have those friends who are in the like mind that can just talk business with you and, and have that those great kind of masterminds, uh, which I know are uh, worth every cent um, yes. and the connections you make there is even better and someone who's an ultimate collect connector like yourself probably uh, just ooze, it just grabs every cent of value out of those masterminds you're probably a part of um, well I would, I would like to add to that as well if you don't mind and I please. think I think um, ensuring who is in our environment is key for success. A lot of people forget that and they'll include people or they'll want to be around people that they have an emotional connection with, which is great. I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to do, but just knowing that, you know, taking on these people's emotions or, you know, their downs in life or how they generally operate, that slowly infiltrates you over time. So, you know, being definitive on who you want to surround yourself with slowly becomes you over time. And, you know, if that's people that you aspire to be like, then great. You know, everyone should go out there and try and surround themselves with people like that, even though it might be hard. And even though you might feel uncomfortable, the things you'll pick up, the mannerisms, the general energy and vibration which you operate at, you know, does become like these people over time. I like that. It's it's great advice. Great advice. I wish I had that type of advice when I was younger um, because it would would help me and probably put me 10 steps ahead of where I am. But, of course... Uh, we all have a path and I was meant to cross this path so I could learn so much and meet Sanjay and have this great conversation with him about uh, building property, a, a property portfolio, as well as building multiple businesses. 
when you expanded your business, when you decided to go from one uh, medical business to a secondary medical business, was it in the same niche or was it like in a completely different type of medical niche? We'll say, I know it was in the medical field, but like, it was it like, here's over here's foot over here. It's brain like, or was it foot and foot? Um, it was foot and then disability. So I found that, you know, a lot of um, the disability population was struggling to find the necessary services. Um, they were finding uh, niche services hard to access like footwear or um, orthotics, which help them walk and function more um, and approaching them. You know, I, I connect amazingly with, um, you know, uh, the disability population. Um, I connect with them at an underlying level. I really understand them, come down to their level. And, you know, having that strength and skill is important because you can start to assess what their real needs are and they can form a level of trust. And, you know, that's what I was good at. Um, and, you know, to this day, we still have, you know, people that we look after on a weekly basis because they find there's so much value. Makes sense. Uh, someone who's going to go above and beyond for for me, even if for anything, I'll be returning. It's really funny. Had a gentleman uh, earlier in, uh, in the a week for an interview and he mentioned like, hey, it's that personal connection. Like when you make that connection, uh, it's Neil Rogers. Uh, when you make that personal connection with the with your client, like and you go above and beyond for them and you show them that care, they'll be with you forever and ever. And uh, I love hearing it with you with uh, building your second business. I agree. And the personal connection also can come from the brand, right? And so the operator themselves, sometimes they're great at building personal connection like myself. And potentially that might be my strength and, you know, I can do bigger and better things with that, you know, that one skill on an impactful level as time progresses and as the scale compresses. However, the brand can also build a personal connection with the the clientele or, you know, whilst, whilst administering services or products. And it's how you position the brand and, and how the brand feels from the client journey. In any, and in any business, we'll start to provide the brand a standout point. And one thing I'd like to say is obviously the world is becoming commoditized. So what that means is, you know, people are just competing on price rather not value. And if you can offer something completely different, which the market doesn't offer um, at an extremely low cost or not even at a cost, it's just an added value, that's where the strength lies. Ooh, I love that piece of advice too. Adding that just little extra that someone else doesn't have will and uh, bring up the value of what you're charging, uh, what you're offering to the next level, and bring that personal connection too, because you're you're giving more than someone else is just giving the bare minimum. Um, if you could provide uh, maybe a piece of advice to an, a budding entrepreneur, either someone, a, a fellow doctor or a former doctor looking to start their own medical clinic business or something like that, or even uh, an entrepreneur looking to start their uh, their investing portfolio in real estate, what advice would you have for anyone or any piece of advice you'd like to give uh, to the audience? Sure. Well, I'd like everyone just to take a deep breath first and just relax for a nice, nice second and find out what are we naturally curious about, right? So say we're at work or in our field, what comes to your mind and what you're naturally curious about? What would you love to know more about? And that should be the first directional standpoint on what, what direction you move into because that comes innately to you. And through the tough times, you will be able to maintain curiosity and continue moving forward because there's a lot of pain, right? It doesn't matter if you work for someone, it doesn't matter if you start your own journey, 
right? It doesn't matter if you don't want to work at all, right? You're going to have pain in all different situations and in all those situations, you know, at two different levels for different durations as well. So understanding that you will incur pain, but what comes in intrinsically to you and naturally to you on where you maintain curiosity is literally the key because that will allow you to continue to develop knowledge, which then will allow you to provide that value in that industry. couldn't say it better than myself like that's a great piece of advice uh, for anybody like i am I, i'm really wondering are you actually 29 years old or are you a, an ancient monk but like you said you think about when you were your your mind is 80 and what you would want to know when you're in 20s or in your 30s so it makes sense that you have this uh there's a knowledge and wisdom to share with us because uh you're an 80 year old in a 29 year old body i honestly feel like it Phil. it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> well, the way you're telling and sharing your your wisdom, uh, it does seem that way. Um, and now it kind of makes sense talking to you and how you're a great connector with people and how you you state that curiosity of just uh, connecting with people. Uh, and it makes sense that the book that you would recommend entrepreneurs read is uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, what is it about that book? Because it's a classic book that really stands out for you uh, for entrepreneurs to take away from? Look, that changed my life, that book. I used to, that's when I first started my business and I started to obtain, you know, um, some really chronic um, and very niche style of patients at that time where I start to see them on a weekly basis. And implementing techniques which humanize conversations, which humanize uh, interactions, was the key and understanding someone else's point of view and speaking from their point of view and very little cues which that book dives into psychology like saying your name phil you know that sparks an emotion in your mind to you know make us present and and finding subtle um you know subtle improvements that someone could have made or subtle um positives out of you know someone's operation or what they present with that is so unique to them and mentioning that to them really touches people, you know, because they know it's not generic, they know it's not cliche and they really become present in conversations. And when you can make people present in conversations, you know, when you can start to build that connection and build trust and that's what that book uh, teaches uh, at a very, very fast rate, that's when you'll start to see results in every single conversation. And it doesn't relate to business. It could relate to family. It could relate to, you know, how you interact with your environment around you. But that book, teaches those key skills i love it it's a great great uh sell for the story like i am already sold i have a copy i have actually the digital copy as well as a physical copy because it's such a great book as long as well as the seven uh the highly the seven habits of highly effective people uh, i think i have all three i have an audio book of that one too because it's just a, a spectacular book um would you like to share maybe a um a win through your career, uh, opening your multiple businesses that cemented why you do what you do, like cemented you in the point that like, like, yes, curiosity and the love of what you do can keep you, a, a, a keep the light on, but like having that good win can keep you warm and gets you that push to go uh, through the hard parts. Do you have a win that keeps you uh, going? That's a great, honestly, probably the best question I've received in a while. <laughs> Um, look, the win or a turning moment for me was I'm naturally not a manager. So I'm not a natural leader amongst people, you know, face to face. Um, that's not me. And the reason is because the way I, or the expectations I place on myself, 
I can naturally play from the environment around me. So that's a weakness of mine. So a big win was when I could actually change the lives of other people unintentionally or intentionally and they started to realize that and and said, wow, my life's actually changed. One guy, this is the biggest win for me, one guy that he still currently works with us, he's been with us for two, two and a half years. Prior to him working with us, he was literally living in a car. He was literally staying in a car. He was a doctor. He, he had graduated and he'd been let on multiple times and then we brought him into the business, gave him a slow start. He just said, look, I'm just going to say yes to every opportunity, which is like me. I do not say no. And I'm like, this is great. So I can teach him everything. And, you know, the way he is today, you know, he's even the standard income, you know, Aussie income for a podiatrist, he is now, let's just say, three, four, five, maybe even six times in the standard Aussie income of a podiatrist all on his own. So... That's a massive win to be able to change someone and give them the process transparently feel, you know, I gave all my processes to another professional that can do the exact same skill as me completely transparently and said, Hey, this is for your, yours to take as far as you want inside our business. And there is a risk that you can take it outside, but I'm going to give it to you. And it worked amazingly and changed a lot of people's lives. That like that is uh, an investment, if you will, in someone that not only changes one life, but it changes every single life that he of every person he meets, because Correct. he he he's not only uh, going from like you said from the car to six time and skewing uh, the medium uh, level of income for Aussie podiatrists across the uh, the country, um, which is hey. If you can do it, do it. Um, but he's also like each client he meets, that person may never had the the service and the, the uh, expertise that he has. And he'll, yes, he has a risk to take it outside, but it still it benefits you because he's helping more people, which is obviously your goal of helping as many people as possible, making the world a better place. Uh, Sanjay, that's that that would keep me warm. Hell, that's going to keep me going to find out if I can have change someone's life to an extent that. Uh, the uh, the eventual tenfold, twentyfold, and hundredfold for it. That's that's insane. And it, it, I think it goes on further than you know. He now creates jobs internally because more people support him. You know, and if you then if you revert it back to me, I can only see one person at a time. But now we're seeing a lot more people at one time, so more patients get serviced. Mm-hmm. Right on top of that, then those patients then talk about him rather or, or the business rather than just me. So it creates a lot of diversity and stability across multiple jobs, across the whole industry, across the patients. You know, it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing. And the only thing I had to risk was just laying it out on the table and saying, "This is how we do it. This is what we're going to do." Um, it's it's daunting for some people that when they first start their own business to tell everyone everything exactly how to do it, and people can take it, and that's what happened in this situation and it paid off and we just continue to try and provide better value even to our staff members our internal team where you know they can continue that process i love it and uh, you're doing great work i can't wait to bring you back on 10 years from now or even next year and see how far along you are on your path to uh awesomeness uh we are coming uh, up near the end i'm going to ask my final question this is my favorite question it's the spark question of the show i snap my fingers i have 10 year old sanjay right here beside me uh firecracker if you will of an individual what's the single piece of advice you're giving 10 year old sanjay keep going as hard as you can you know talk to as many people as you can 
Um, understand as many things as you can. Keep being happy and try every single thing that you can. I love it. Again, sticking with that point of curiosity, just getting to know everybody. Um, Sandra, I can't thank you enough. I'm going to jump off stage here for a second. I'm going to let you uh, speak directly to my audience. Let them know where they can find you, follow you, anything you want. Uh, heck, throw up where your Airbnbs are in Australia so people can come uh, rent them out for you. But the floor, sir, is yours. Thanks, guys. Uh, we really appreciate everyone's time. Um, if you want to find me, you know, everything we provide is just for value. Um, you know, I don't sell any courses or do any seminars. Um, and everything that I want to provide is complete transparency. So you can search me up on Instagram. It's the Parasha, T-H-E-P-A-R-A-S-H-E-R. We just launched Parasha Property as well, which is a very property-focused uh, Instagram. That's also across TikTok as well, where you see absolute gems on how to get your uh, property journey started, how to even first invest in your property, and how to obviously scale that business as well, and looking at property like a business. You can find me on LinkedIn. Send me a message. We'll continue to collaborate and, and communicate. I really appreciate everyone's support. Thank you. Sanjay, I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing your story and telling everybody just to be curious. Uh, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, Phil, for having me. Uh, uh, guys, listeners, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, uh, people of all ages, uh, make sure you check out the show notes down below to follow Sanjay, check out his Instagram, check out his social media so that you can uh, learn from him to take your uh, property journey to the next level and always remember to invest in yourself